We are in. We are in. Oh, you know, I'm getting a little dusty and rusty when I forget to pour the beverages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to need those. I forgot. Oh, yeah, we need those because I'm back because you have to deal with my voice. <laughs> yeah, sorry, people. Sorry it won't be just Rashid's smooth tones. Someone, someone sounds a little salty. I'm not salty. It's my fault. I'm the one that scheduled extra pop-ups and, like, push prep, so... You're, you're just too popular for us. That's what it is. Uh, I, I, doubt, we're, we're, I, I doubt that. We are honored that you grace us with your presence. <laughs> let's, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, okay? Uh, okay, so... I, yeah, thank you so much. Cheers. 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 The chaos agent's back. Sorry, people. Yeah, uh, the last guy didn't work out, so Brian's back. Tell a friend to tell two friends. <laughs> well, at least... At least I know that I can't be replaced by an empty chair. That's true. That's true. Like I'm doing better than nothing. That's true. We need to put a stuffed animal in the chair next time. <laughs> Something to and then to. actually have a camera on it. Something to cut. You know what I want? Next time you can't make because you know, I know it'll be a chance when I can't. I'm going to get uh, bobbleheads of us made. So if you ever have to <laughs> record without me, we can just set a bobblehead on the mic. <laughs> if I ever have to record without you, that will be the lowest listened to episode ever. Well, at least our, at least your mom and mama will still listen to it. Uh, yeah, maybe just my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, good idea, bad idea. Gladly. All right. So this is going to tie into the story we have for later in the show. All right. Uh, okay. What what is like uh, one of the most annoying things about going to let's just say like a bef- like just above like a casual restaurant is they act like you've like, you get your server and they act like you've never dined out before. Hmm. It's like, have you eaten with us before? And then they go like, and if you say no, they go on to explain how a restaurant works. (laughs) (laughs) We have a menu. There's items on there that you can purchase. It's like, Oh, we have, we have appetizers and we have like first courses. Like it's all explained on the menu. Yeah. All right. Well it's, it gets even worse if you go to like a nice steakhouse. Because they feel like they have to go through the entire, like, oh, our steaks come from this butcher, or, like, this, like, supplier. And we're the, like, and they go through all this rigmarole about, like, we're the only one of the only people in the South that use this supply. It's like, it's all bull. It's like, you know that other people use the supplier. Yeah, like, everyone on the strip probably uses the supplier. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to change my good, bad idea, because it is it is truly a good, bad idea, is if you're going to a really nice steakhouse, I think there should be a QR code next to the type of steak you're going to order. And when you scan the QR code, it gives you a 23 and meat breakdown of the entire lineage of that cow. Even meat breakdown. <laughs> like it goes like, like this, this cow's father was this like this percentage Wagyu versus black Angus came from this farm, ate on this diet. I see where this is going with our stories. Yeah. That's, that's actually not bad. Well, they sort of do that. Um, overseas with like different cheeses and different cuts of uh yeah, let's just, and stuff well, like yeah. that they have it been and you can sort of go back to tell like uh yeah this, like this hog that, that's, no, i mean like yeah like say like it's a really good hog or like or steak and it should give you the breakdown of like what the minerality of the soil just like a wine that's not bad it's yeah that's why it's a good or bad idea that's i don't see the bad on that that's yeah but it, it'll also idea. save all the time of people trying to explain why their steaks are like being priced at you know, two hundred dollars a steak. I like that. We could put some bucks behind that. I I generally like that concept because Lee and I've talked about it for years. Like my ideal, I have two ideas for a restaurant, right? Yeah. So I want it's sort of like two urban licks, but better. Um, I want the pits and the cooks to be in the middle, and all the tables sort of form a circle around it. So every angle you're seeing the show. It's a constant show. It's hibachi, but it's still, they still have the glass. They still have the ridiculous vents that keep the guys safe and not dying and all that jazz. But I want that to be, I want the meal and the show to just go hand in hand, just like that. And then the second is obnoxiously high end, like smoked meat sushi, meats sushi served in that. Like when you go to some of these uh, Michelin places overseas where, you get that one thing. That's it. You're watching it crafted. It's maybe like 40 courses, but it's one bite. So this uh, lamb has been smoked, salt cured for X days, shaved thin, rolled, done up real nice. That's why I practice making sauces and stuff. And you get that one bite. Enjoy that one bite. 
then there's a custom drink that goes with that one bite. Cool. Done. Palate cleanser. On to the next one. Yeah. High-end meat omakase. Yes. Uh, no, so I need Shout to out s- to Ted. Yeah, I need to send you a video from, uh, I think it was the meat show on Eater. And there was a place, I, I want to say it was Britain. It's either Britain or Australia. Um, they know how to do it right in those countries. They, it was like they had the open fire cooking and it was like what you said. It was basically, there was like tables on either side and then mm-hmm. it kind of rounded like, and so it was just a U shape. And so they would, they would sit there and then you could see the people grilling your meat like right in front of you. And then they would serve you right off, like basically yeah. right off the grill. So I've got a, and the reason why I like that is people like the show, especially when it comes to fire and meat. You got you put a grill with flames and meat in the middle of any neighborhood in America, you're gonna see guys flock. Like, what's uh what's what what's going on over there? You know, because they want the show, they like seeing it, and there's just an aroma about it. <laughs> I don't care what it is. Propane all day, but but coals and wood, when that fat hits that sizzle, that pop back up, there's just an aroma. And, and, and a sense of being with it that you're just like, oh, you're just drawn to it. Um, Corey had McMahon did his first brisket last week. And he called me at the middle of the night. He's like, you sleep? I was like, no, you know my hours. This is when we're working. And he goes, I get it. He's like, I, I get it now. I get why you guys like this. I, I, I understand why you're calm. Like, this is, he's like, this is like the best feeling. It's so... Like, I want to do this more. I was like, yeah, it's it's addictive. <laughs> well, you're calm when everything's running right. When yeah. it's not running right, it's the most frustrating experience. It's fun. It's fun when it's not yeah. running right. But that's why you practice when everything shouldn't be easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, I would say like, everybody likes the show. It's like, why? that's why people pay thousands of dollars to have a lookalike, do some salt off their yeah. <laughs> You sent me that video, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the the $1,000 steak. And I was like, I'd be so mad if they overcooked my steak. Like you're putting on that show and that carryover heat sort of went too far. I asked for rear and I'm, you know, non on medium. Well, I mean, that guy only, sh- uh, he has how many restaurants around the world? He only shows up at the ones that are opening. So if you go like up two months into that restaurant, the guy doing salt that kind of oh, looks like him is a salt bay. Yeah, yeah, salt bay. You're, it's a, you're paying thousands of dollars to have a lookalike do it. Yeah, and here's the thing, because we have to get to our intro eventually. Um, I will not knock him because he started grinding, dishwasher, busting tables. He worked his way up to where he is now. Um, but don't run onto the field during the World Championship and Salt Bay the trophy. Let everyone have their moment. Just putting that out there. Maybe the biggest trophy in the world. Yeah, sports history. Like, just... Just let them have. Was it the World Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like yeah. you know, like yes, Random you know they're going messy. Yeah, like you know they're going to come to your restaurant after. Do it there. Let yeah. them have their moment. Yeah. Just, just do the do the Stanley Cup where you you could salt bay the trophy after. Like you can drink out of the Stanley Cup yeah. after. Well, yeah. I mean, hell, apparently we can dent the Stanley Cup now. So yeah, okay. we can do whatever. But uh, <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Welcome to This Week in Barbecue, the Barbecue Focus podcast that introduces you to both the good, the bad, and everything in between in the world of barbecue. I am your host, Rashid Phillips, and joining me again, because he took a break, because I don't think he likes me as much as he used to, Mr. Brian Holt. Why are you going to take me like that? <laughs> whoa, 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 the hostility. And of course, the voice you hear, but the face you do not yet see, Mr. Lee Garman. See, we're working on this. We got it we're all. Hey, he said working. his last name. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've said it. See, yeah, if, yeah, you were, but, if you were here, you'd have known. But <laughs> <laughs> it is my fault. It's all it good. Is my bro. Fault. It's all good. Hey, so so since we kind of set like hinted at the story, mm-hmm. you should I get into that story for right away? Right on, my friend. So, uh, how wagyu is your wagyu? How wagyu is your wagyu? How black is your black? <laughs> I remember that from the nineties. We can't do that now because the whole world is PC. But how wagyu is your wagyu? Run us through it. All right. So Daniel Vaughn, Texas Monthly, had a really good article. Talking about barbecue uh, snob on the IG. Yep. Talking about how America grab grades Wagyu beef. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think to be considered Wagyu beef in America? What percentage do you think it has to be? I think I'm going to leave the first part of that sentence off and just say like 5%. Oh, it's, it's, it's higher than that. Okay. It has to be, it's just under 47%. Okay. Like it has to have a lineage of like forty seven, like at least forty percent percent. That's why like uh 
Arby's can call it a Wagyu burger, even though most of it is, is Angus. Yeah. By the way, uh, how much uh, how much Angus has to be in a cab certified? Hmm. That's a good question. 35? Zero, really? It does not have to be Angus. It just has to be have half of its coat be black. Well, does that mean I'm Angus? Because I'm, <laughs> no. full, I'm, yeah. full, I'm like, fully coated black on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like it doesn't. Hey, you guys get extra points if you catch that reference. Leave it in the comments. I will send you a hat if you got that reference. Black on both sides. But by, by the way, uh, JoJo's, he's saying that's getting mailed this weekend. So you get some more hats this weekend. Did we, oh, Oh, right on. We got more hats. I'll yeah, take yeah. it. So my hat, my my hair is almost to the point where I can wear hats anyway. So I'm, I'll welcome those. Yeah. So uh, one of the things he was bringing up in the article, I think, it, or is if you go to like Australia or Japan, or Japan, mm-hmm. the way they grade Wagyu is so completely different and better than us because USDA stops at Prime. Yes. And then also with Prime, they're only grading the ribeye portion of the cow. Mm-hmm. So if you have a prime brisket, it might not be prime, even though the the ribeye from which the that brisket came from was rated prime. Yeah. Um. So, you know, because like you can go up to like f- there's five levels of wagyu in other countries, mm-hmm. and we don't even have a, a classification at all. Yeah. Like yeah, it's we're just, just, we're just half happy wagyu, to be there, right? Yeah. 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 We're just it, happy to be there. It's the same thing as like what, how someone <laughs> thanks, gets slapped. Thanks on. for letting us come. <laughs> It's the same thing as like where some we can slap Kobe or uh, Kobe on anything. Kobe, we respect Kobe. <laughs> we respect say, Kobe. Hey, you, you say you slapping Kobe, you catching <laughs> Kobe, don't call Kobe, me. Kobe. Don't call me for anything. Uh, so, uh, did anybody get back to you about not putting Michael Jordan on your top five? No, not yet. I should release that clip though. It's out there, but no one's. Uh, we do have it cut down, but I, no one, no one's, no one's yelled at me about it yet. Because you haven't released the clip. Well, I mean, they listen. We've got a lot of listens on the episode, but no one's stated anything. Release so. the Snyder cut. All right, we'll release the Snyder. Release the Snyder verse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, in Australia, they you can go up to like A one, A two, A three, you know, A five. Uh, here we have nothing. They could as long as it's technically forty whatever, just below forty seven percent, they can call it Wagyu. Even though it's almost not really anywhere close, it's barely it barely meets the criteria for like that first level in Japan. Okay, well now we know. So, you know, you're always harping on like, even though they have all these fancy labels, know the actual quality of your meat. So because it, it, it's v- marketing, it's marketing. very very easy. Fresh, never frozen. Well, there is a technical temperature that meat qualifies for as frozen. So as long as they don't hit that. It still meets FDA food preservation, but it does not technically meet frozen specifications. My, my favorite is fresh for loopholes. My favorite is fresh frozen. Oh gosh! <laughs> and so, are you saying that all your other products are frozen stale? <laughs> it's, it's just frozen across the board. It's heavily chilled. So, heavily question chilled. then on uh, Wagyu: Can we even get? Like the top tier? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like it gets imported, and yeah. you will have to pay out the the. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's ridiculous. It's just like real Wagyu is just like real wasabi. People are like, oh, I love wasabi. Yeah, no, okay. you like horseradish. <laughs> no, I've had wasabi. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you have not because real wasabi costs your car payment for half an ounce. <laughs> and <laughs> and isn't there only one place that makes the, real wasabi? Yeah. Now? Yeah. There's a there there's a stateside one that they they do a, a, a rendition of it, but yeah, we can go down that rabbit hole. I think when we do go down that rabbit hole, we should have Ted on. We should have Ted on. We definitely have to. Ted. I know you're listening, brother. We're having you on for that one. I did talk to Ted. We have been talking. We've been trying to schedule Still, stuff. Trying to link up. Yeah, it's not going to happen in May. We had mediocre pizza on Sunday. I saw. I saw. Did uh, not look happy. Uh, uh, right, <laughs> how much? How, how much do you sad. think? Once this is Atlanta prices, but. One slice, a thing of ranch, and a bottle of water cost. $14. Uh, well, everybody goes high. No, for that, for what you guys said, I was thinking like nine. Okay, yeah, it was it was nine before tip. Okay. The, the bottle of water was $3. Uh, yeah, I could see. I could see. Uh, but so it was, what was your total? So it was like 11 something, okay. 11.42. Like, uh, look, if you're charging four seventy five for a slice of pizza, and so that's what like all the really good places in New York charge. That's what Defara is charging. That's what Best Pizza is charging. That's what Lindustry is charging. I'm giving me a dollar slice and calling it a day. Right. But like it needs to be on that level. Yeah. And what I had was nowhere near that level. 
What was the what's the place that everyone would go to the after is is it Fellini's? Uh in Atlanta? Yeah, in yeah, Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring yeah. your own bring your own wine and yeah, yeah, just yeah. Go to town. You know what a Fellini's called it's two ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, slice. And it's huge. Well no, Fellini's isn't BYOB. You're thinking of um it's down by tech. Um I thought Fellini's was the place to be by. No, Fellini's is all over the place, but I don't think there's one down by tech. Um no, the BYOB one. It's like Fellini's real is good. pizza. Yeah. Um We'll figure it out. Yeah. Somebody tell us. Yeah, somebody, some, tell somebody us. comment. Somebody call in right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> uh, the hotlines are open. We do need to get the hotline set up, guys. We are working on it. I promise. Could we get a live hotline? Yeah. That would be hilarious. We yeah. could. Yeah. We can make it happen. I'll, I'll find that. Let's make it. Let's I, I, I want someone to rant about Trey Young and Matt Ryan <laughs> on the uh, on the podcast. Okay. Wrong podcast. I think that's barbecue and sports. I think, yeah, that's their podcast, barbecue and sports. Sports and barbecue, I think, is the title of that podcast. No, I, I, that's just local sports radio, and I don't want anything. I don't no. want that anywhere near us. Oh, uh, news then, yeah, because you just we marked yeah we, we did we did one news so okay so let's give it up for rock stars making a change. Uh, Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl um, pulls a sixteen-hour shift in the feeding, rain in the rain feeding the homeless in Los Angeles for the hope mission, um, which helps feed and take care of the homeless uh, community. There, fed over 450 people who was slinging ribs, brisket, pork, butt, and sides. Anybody who's ever rolled smoke, you understand how grueling, huh? See what I did there? See what I, I'm not proud of that. Uh, running a 16 hour shift can be on the body. And this isn't uh, Dave's first uh, soiree into the barbecue world. He's been doing it for years. Yeah, he's a heavy he's a heavy roller. He's in the crew. Someone uh, actually sent this article to me. I believe it was Lacey. Thank you, Lacey. Um, she was like, you need to get him on the podcast. Respectfully, Lacey, Grohl has no idea who we are, nor do I think that would ever happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we're not saying I, 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 no. I, I, saying I know no. someone who knows him. Uh, well, then you you let that happen. But uh, well, we, we would have to, get, we'd have to get them on the podcast first. I don't want to. Yeah. Speaking of which. Segue into the next story. Okay. Uh, because this is the person that knows him. Soul Valley Barbecue is doing a Las Vegas class, uh, barbecue class on 313. Bruce Kalman, he was on Top Chef, mm. who used to work in the L.A. food scene and then moved to Las Vegas and started a barbecue restaurant. So he, he knows Dave Grohl. I'm kind of like, that's how he got into barbecue is actually, I think, because of Dave Grohl. Really? Yeah. I know I know Bert and Bert knows Grohl. Yeah. I think Bert's selling a house or just bought a house. Either which way, I'm obviously not selling enough briskets to afford a $6 million spot. So, uh, well, I mean, Bert, Bert does real estate. I know. I <laughs> like, know. The barbecue is the sidekick for him. It is. But still, you know, I want to get on that level. Yeah, but that's a that's a 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. class. We'll have the link to buy tickets for that class. Dude, check it out. When, and you're notes. going to Las Vegas. We're going to Vegas in March, right? Yeah. This month, yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna two weeks. You're gonna try and stop by Soul Belly? I'm going to. I wanted to fly in early, but the ticket prices are bananas. And I hate being useless right when I land. So I'm landing. I may just change the flight and, and bite the bullet and eat eat the cost, to be perfectly honest with you. But I changed my flight from Monday to leaving Sunday because it was an over a thousand dollar difference. And then I was was going to be on the first thing moving, get land there at 9 a.m. Um, and but now I'm landing at 9 p.m. But I just know I'm going to be wrecked. And then the whole week is just scheduled out so tightly that I may have to may have to shift it. But I don't know what it's, what's going on right now. But going to Vegas, it's never been this expensive. Uh, well, no, it's all flights. Hmm. it's all flights like every every flight anywhere has shot up astronomically and then it's not helping that jet blue and spirit are trying to merge yeah i told you lee we got to get that sprinter let's do it just get the sprinter that'd be the way to do it hey any and anybody listening if you if you're at a dealership ash i'm talking to you if you guys come across a sprinter van under a hundred thousand miles on it shoot us a dm well, if you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that had a friend one time that worked at the dealership, let us know. Trying to acquire some uh, additional business vehicles. The pickup trucks are great, but there's a lot of us, and uh, 
Corey always leaves uh, forehead stains on my back seat. So if he, he does guys, need headroom, he does need literal headroom, literal headroom. Also, Antico's. Oh, that's that's the spot, Antico's. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and that's right. Yeah, the uh, the Neapolitan spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The original one, like right. not. I mean, they've got a few other locations. Yeah, but it was the it's thing, off like, Northside. Yeah, yeah, the one off where the roads were horrible, and there was like those two weird intersections mm-hmm, right next mm-hmm. to each other. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for, guys. Uh, we're looking for Mercedes Sprinter vans and uh, 2022 and up Suburbans. Hey, do you remember that uh, Las Vegas emo festival last year? Yeah. The, the, yeah. The when you were young. Yeah. Remember how it got canceled? Yes. The, the first, okay. Yeah. Because the one. Mm-hmm. So Soul Belly has a uh, has a live stage and they have live music. Uh all American Rejects played an impromptu show at oh, Soul Belly that's because cool. of the con- because of the canceling. Like, cause yeah, the lead the lead guy knew Bruce, and he was like, "Can we come set up at your barbecue?" So they just had that's people awesome. packed out, which was really cool. Gotta love it. That about having been there, I understand why they canceled because of the winds. It was so bad. It's yeah. very very bad there. So yeah, yeah. I remember at one point they told us, "Hey, we got to cut off all the fire. Anything with an open flame, cut it all off," and we had to shut down. It, it was bad. Uh, Valleys can be tricky with their weather. True, time. true. And what do we got next? Do you want to run the next one? Oh, no, yeah, like I think we're doing a back and forth, so it's uh, on you. Service, I'll, I'll hit it. I'll hit it. Work with the best. Uh, they took a vacation because that's what you you do when you're just you know slinging Q round the clock and rolling smoke like you're rolling. <laughs> yeah, now tell them what they did on the vacation though. They went and ate a lot of barbecue. Yeah, so <laughs> they took the, they took their team out to Texas and did a Texas trip. They did. And if you don't know who we're talking about yet, we're talking about the amazing cats over at Moose. They are actually hiring a full-time kitchen position. So if you're trying to get your big toe in the game and get some hands-on experience, you and I have both talked about it, you know, before, if you want to learn, go, go to the restaurants, go to the businesses, volunteer to help do whatever. You know, you don't have to be on payroll to sweep floors or to just, you know, mop up or just greet people, but they are hiring a full-time kitchen position. They just, they've, I, we could spend the rest of the episode listing off their recent accolades, well, but I mean, they're kicking uh, what, ass. What's, what's the great thing is like, if you want to learn, Mo started from doing the driveway pop-ups. The driveway pop-ups to smorgasbord. Yeah, I mean, like, they, like, if you want to get a lot of advice on what to do and what not to do, because they got shut down by the LA Health, uh, mm-hmm. Health, uh, whatever you call it. Health Commission. Health Commission. To get time. the proper paperwork and they yeah, yeah. it. So if you want learn on how to do everything so that if you want to go do it later on, you know exactly how to do it from the people who did the entire process. Huh. And now and now they're making some of the best food in LA. Wasn't, weren't they, they were top 10 Top ten LA. I, I want to say top five. Wasn't the James number four? Beard Award number four nominated? They've done a number three yeah. or number four. They've gotten a lot. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. You're up, my friend. Okay, so another class, Zavala's brisket class on April first. It's not an April Fool's joke. Um, even though it's uh, Joe Zavala and he likes to tell jokes. Shout out to Brisket and Main podcast. Him and CJ mm-hmm. telling jokes the entire time. Yeah. Um. So they're doing a class again. We'll have the link in the uh, show notes and the show notes. Oh, and also, so at Zavala's, his wife used to run Mass Coffee Co. Congratulations to Mass Coffee Co. They recently just opened their full brick and mortar. And -hmm. actually at the back of the brick and mortar, which is funny how it works out, Zavala's distribution company now. So you can go. There's one spot in Grand Prairie where you can go. And I think they have. I want to say at least 40 of the top 50 places that do rubs. It's all in one location. So you can go get rubs from all of the different barbecue spots. Uh, the, I, I bet you can guess the one that they couldn't get in contact with. To, uh, I could guess. You could guess. I could guess. Yeah, but uh, they have pretty much everybody else. Yeah. So there's one stop, one stop shop in Grand Prairie now. If you want to go pick up rubs, uh, sauces, all of that stuff. And you can get some coffee. There it is. Coffee's the play. We've been talking about it for years. Mm-hmm. Coffee is the play. All right, I guess the service back on me. Well, uh, it's a two-parter here, ladies and gentlemen. Kingsford Preserve the Pit program is back, and they are accepting applicants. How do I know? Because I'm a mentor. So <laughs> for those of you who are always emailing, DMing, sending smoke signals, I think I got a singogram once, uh, asking how you can work with me 
you want to quote unquote break bread or pick my brain or what have you, well, now's your chance and it won't cost you a thing. All you have to do is just apply. So we will have the application link in the show notes, or if you don't want to wait for that, just head on over to preservethepit.com. Amazing, amazing stand-up cast of talent and mentors there. You, you know, one time for B, Mr. Brian Furman, Pops, Kevin Bloodsoe, Shad Jones, Davida Davidson, Amy Mills, uh, Pat Neely. There's it, It's great talent, endless amount of information. And then somehow someone went out drinking and had way too many and decided to add me to the list. So I'm not going to complain. I'm happy to be a part of it. I'm hoping to help make some positive change. Basically, you know, give you guys access to all my resources. And really, guys, just go apply, you know. What do, what do you have to lose? Not much, but a ton of gain. So uh, that's happening. And I'm very, very proud and very honored. And it had been a very tricky, like, just keeping it under 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 wraps, you know, like it's just a, just a great honor to be part of something in this third year and help be a part of uh, history and making it grow. And that was uh, your first big announcement this week, right? That was the first big announcement. And then the second was we did a giveaway with um, Bare Bones and we're facilitating a, an adventure kit for those people to go out, explore more, discover more. Very happy. I love the outdoors. And, uh, you know, when you're cooped up for two years, you, you kind of want to get out and see some stuff. So uh, we announced those uh, winners. And if you haven't seen that, go on back and check. But uh, we're going to have a lot more fun giveaways and a lot more stuff going on. You're up, my friend. All right. Well, uh, someone in the barbecue adjacent world, Elliot Moss, he just opened his new restaurant this week. Yes. yes. Uh, so it's not it's not barbecue. And so if you didn't know, he sold his partnership, his stake in Buxton Hall Barbecue and Buxton Hall Chicken Chicken Palace. Mm-hmm. I think it's that's what it's called. And so he officially opened uh, Little Louie's this week. And I'm sure they'll do some barbecue yeah. at some point there. That or Regina's West Side, wherever he opens that in Asheville. Yeah. He, but, made a, he put a post out earlier this week saying, you know, this body's getting ready to smell like smoke again. Yeah. And shout out to him, man. He took the break and just went in a self-care mode. You know, he, he was doing uh, like daily swims, meditations. Uh, he he got back into his art and was, you know, crafting more and just painting more. So that's the right thing. This thing can take a toll on you if you let it. But I'm um, shout out to Elliot, man, for taking that time to just relax, reset and, you know, restructure. Yeah. Good sometimes you, you got to reset that clock. Yes. And he, he definitely did it. So good on you, brother. Good on you. Uh, well, this is uh, one from our buddy. Keenan, Keenan Pitts Barbecue, uh, they're doing an evening of big reds, and we're not talking about the cola, we're talking about wine. Uh, so he's going to be at Atlanta Wine Shop, and uh, I have to say, this one brings me down memory lane, you know, that's how I started, doing the chateaus and doing the the uh, smoke charcuterie boards and peering at different wine shops and venues and vineyards throughout Atlanta, and it's uh Good on, good on him. We're going to have more information on that in the show notes where you can pick up your tickets. It'll be a good time. He's, if I'm not mistaken, too, he's also doing the 18th of February, doing a St. Patrick's Day cook, whole hall cooking as well. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I think a Deep Roots Wine Market in Roswell. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out, shout out uh, to you, brother. Uh, if you, if you want to know how to pair wine and barbecue, Brian Keenan is the guy to see. That's Because before he got into barbecue... He was in the wine industry. Exactly. Yeah. So, so he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you talk to him, he's very at, or he's very uh, passionate about how wines pair with barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is it all on me? It is on me, isn't it? Well, I mean, I I think the next question or the next little line I'm reading, is kind of on both of us. Yeah. Right. Okay. So are we journalists or media? Oh, we're we're media. Oh, that question. Yeah. (laughs) We're, We're not journalists. Uh, we're definitely media. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're definitely media. And that came up because, uh, um, uh, Lee and I were talking and there was this video clip of Noriega where he was going off, letting the audience of his podcast know, uh, drink, drink champs, shout out to drink champs. If you don't listen, check it out. It's on Revolt and all that jazz. He's like, we're not, I'm not a journalist. I just do journalist shit. <laughs> you know, I'm media. If you had to put a title on it, you know, but, um, you often get, that's because we report on news, 
we answer questions, we, we give what we believe to be factual advice and information, but I'm not a journalist. Uh, no, just, just I mean, neither, neither am I. I'm, like, I just do media shit. That's it. <laughs> That's all it is. Uh, so next set of stories, and we'll, we'll knock these through out and we'll get to your questions. OBR, Operation Barbecue Relief. You guys should be familiar with them by now. I think every episode I'm talking about Stan and the guys, Stan the man, ten toes down, always the first feet on the ground during any type of disasters or what have you. He and his crew are out there feeding the masses. Thank you, Stan, for any and all. It's truly appreciated. They are currently building out their headquarters. They've had great donations from like um, Black Rifle Coffee, from uh, Rhino Propane, and so many others uh, that they are actually now wondering if anyone has any lightly used items. So if you just bought a bed and then your kid just went off to college and so they only use it for you and you're trying to get rid of it, they'll take that. Dressers are just trying to furnish the establishments, furnish these camps where they where their volunteers stay. So they have a full wish list that we will have in the show notes. So check that out if there's anything you want to purchase off their list to get shipped to them. Or if you already have it and you want to donate it, all the information will be there. Uh, I'm not going to mess with them, but good guys. Good guys. Uh, speaking of which, stuff for a good cause, Hogs for the Cause is coming up at the end of the month. Mm, March thirty mm-hmm, first. Mm-hmm. Um, general admission tickets are still available. Like you can still get two day general admission tickets. I think the VIPs are still available too. Okay, in some capacity. Um, if you don't, even if you're not planning on going, and you see your favorite like barbecue restaurant that's going, a lot of them are taking donations to help support pediatric cancer research. Yeah. With so you can, without even going, you can donate to the cause. So it'd be great if you can go, but sometimes. Time, scheduling, and all that jazz does not permit. So uh, that's a great workaround to still be a part of it. And if I'm not mistaken, too, you can request a 501c3 receipt to put on your taxes. Yep. There you go. There's that. I mean, if you if you do it through the right thing anyway, they're yeah. just going to send you one. Yeah. So. Next, we've got uh, Trabador Fest happening in Midland, Texas, March 20th at Aggie Park, which is over at Texas A&M University. They've got a heck of a lineup. They're going to have crews, interstellar oh, no, barbecue. Oh, no. Kreitz. Right, Kreitz. Kreitz? It's Kreitz. It is Kreitz. Yeah. Right, it is Kreitz. I forgot that. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I mean, the only reason I stopped you and did it right, because there were going to be people immediately going, it's, it's Kreitz. It's Kreitz. Well, let them. We need the engagement. Like I said, crews. <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. Uh, Interstellar Barbecue, Black's Barbecue, not affiliated with anyone Black, shockingly. Uh, Truth Barbecue and many, many more. We will have additional details. The link in the show notes. TroubadourFestival.com if you want to go. Show some love. I wish I could make it, but I will be in Memphis for Memphis in May. So if you see an awkward Sasquatch-looking Jamaican oak tree in Memphis, Tennessee with locks, it's me. You'll be in Memphis in May. I will be in Memphis in May. I will be at Variant Brewing for the second annual OTP Craft Barbecue Festival. There you go. Let them know about it. With with Brian Keenan, uh, Mark Springfield, Springfield Barbecue Co. Keenan, Richard Washington, Keenan's Pit, or Keebler's. Keebler's, yeah. Keenan, Keebler's. There's a lot. There's a lot of K's. There's a lot of K's. There's a lot of K's. There's a lot of Brian's seashells by the seashore. There's a lot of Brian's in Georgia barbecue. There's a lot of K's in Georgia barbecue, Uh, and uh, barbecue. Sally smokes salmon. Yeah. (laughs) No, so I dig it. We got to get Richard's dodging us, man. He's over there living a good life, traveling, stopping at barbecue places all over the world. I'm I'm getting one done next week, so. Mm I dig it. Yeah, I dig and it. Rich, Richard's on the list. Good deal. So. Good deal. Uh, oh, so this goes into our questions. So we'll lead right in. We'll tell. Uh, that's where you guys think I make this stuff up, but I, no one is this creative. Not even Stephen King can write the horror story that are the group chats with my sisters. But I'll give you guys a peek in. Uh, and this is why we are an explicit rated podcast really yes. right here coming up. Yes. If there are children in the room, I would say cover their ears. But according to my sisters, these are children books. Whew, okay. Let's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and this is because you solo podcast and everybody was like, oh yeah, you have a soothing voice. It is. It yeah, is. The, without that Brian guy around, this is actually easy to listen to. <laughs> it's like, you want to go back to doing a solo show? I was like, no. <laughs> did, did, did you miss me? I did miss you. Okay. We did. Right, we, talked, right. we did. We did. 
No, so uh, last week's podcast was solo dolo. We did a um, read through some news, answered some questions, but uh, the oldest of the petty sisters was just saying how you know it's soothing. You should read the kids' book. That you know my nephew wanted one particular book read. I was like, all right, cool. I can I can knock that out. I'll definitely do that. Here comes the littlest one, just trotting along with her rice cakes. Saying, I've got a list of books I want you to read. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I knew I knew from jump. First off, I didn't tell, talk to you about the book, so I already know where this is going. Right. Like, no, no, no. Prep yourself. I was like, oh, gosh. So she sends me this list of books, and I'm going to read you these books because these are actual books that you can purchase. And the fact that- But are that they she, actual children's books? I will let the audience decide. Uh, this is where the breakout begins. So these are the list of children's books that my sister wants me to read. First, Brenda's beaver needs a barber. <laughs> Gomer, the gas. Is that the goat. Brazilian edition? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. I hope so. I don't know. But there's a photo of a very hairy beaver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian's mom. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Is it an angry beaver? <laughs> <laughs> I think those are brothers. Uh, just guess worse. Linda's tight clam needs loosening. Brenda's beaver plays around and it's a golf. It's golf. Uh, God, I guess I, what (laughs) are they using a nine wood? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's an iron. It's an iron. It's an iron. It's It's definitely, it's more than a putter. I know that. D's big nuts. Featuring a squirrel. Oh, gosh. This that is, feels too easy. That's, that's too easy. easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, they get easier. Hookers and blow. <laughs> Save Christmas. <laughs> it's a tow truck and a snow plow. Oh, gosh. Uh, I want to say it stops, but uh, top rated like when this had a star beside it. Put Tony's nuts in your mouth. And Tony is just a. Your average entrepreneur trying to make it through a recession, you know. Shout out to Tony. Tony slinging. Is it? Is it? Is it? Does he have a soprano? Is it? Is it Gabagool? It's, it's not. It's, it's not Gabagool, but you know, uh, keeping his family fed one mouthful at a time. <laughs> the, oh, you! I I was wrong. There, Go there, to fuck to sleep was actually okay, on the okay. list by Samuel uh, L. Jackson. Here's the thing: is you can't read that because Samuel Jackson already read that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. The only person that could read that above Samuel Jackson would be if. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and the only person that can beat Morgan Freeman, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, yeah. That's yeah. how it goes. Oh, God. Spank the monkey lends a hand. I don't know who, wrote, who writes these. Want a bone, a love story. Apparently, it is uh, Lady and the Tramp on Cut Edition. <laughs> and every, every, everyone's favorite, Just the Tip. Just the Tip. A painting by numbers book. Oh, gosh. And that is all. That is all. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I have to go through. This is very much real. This is very much my life. I'm not creative enough to make this stuff up. Hey, that's why I don't put, like, when I ask questions, I learned this the hard way the first time. Send in your sausage questions didn't give no. really good responses. There's, I did I did a, well, there was an app. NGL or something. And I did a couple of those once and got all types of crazy stuff. I was like, nope, never again. Never again. Y'all are wild. Y'all are just waiting for a reason to go off. Is that the anonymous one? Yeah. 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 That's asking. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, I didn't know Betty better, but I do now. I do now. But, uh, those, that is, uh, that was probably because they asked what, is going to be one of the children's books. When am I going to start reading the children's books? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But you'll, you'll read one when you write your own. Maybe, maybe I should, I should write my own about barbecue, barbecue kids book. Yeah, I could, I could, I, I could on. draw it. Good night, man. Um, like, I don't know. Smoking smoke, over smoke tales. Yeah, there it is. We'll make that happen. All right. Uh, first. Oh, well, I mean, I, I know what your, your naughty, uh, <laughs> children's book would be. Hmm. Uh, Smoking wood and rubbing blood or rubbing butts. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is that is true. I can do that. All, All right. That, so that, real questions. Actual questions from people who who are not related to me. Yeah. 
Um, do you weigh slash measure your seasoning per pound of meat for consistency? That comes from CK Cumber. Uh, sausage, yes. Mm-hmm. Any other like large protein, no. Yeah. At, at this point, like you're just you say if you if you're doing as much as we do for like a cook or a pop up, it's just going to take too much time to do it. Yeah, I know for depending on the protein, like if I'm doing brisket. I know it needs more salt, so I'm going to do a base coat of salt before I throw my rest of my rub on. Um, if it's pork, I'm not going to throw as much salt on there because there's plenty of salt in the rub. Yeah. Uh, now, with sausage, and I don't do this, and I should, uh, you weigh out all your ingredients based on your pounds of, uh, the pounds of meat you have. Mm-hmm. Um, your salt percentage shouldn't just be based on the weight of meat. It should be based on the weight of meat. And the rest of the seasonings. Yes. And so basically every component that you're putting into the sausage that's not salt, that's what you base your salt percentage off of. Shout out to Lane for reminding me that's how you do it. Yes. Hey, Lane. Um, Now, the back end of this is if you are in the midst of uh, recipe slash rub development, then yes. Yeah. That is going to be the easiest way to make a rub is to weigh everything before you start then wait when you're done and then you know exactly what goes on. Or if you're brining, say you're like making yeah. a pastrami or you're like curing a ham, mm-hmm. you de- like, or curing some uh, bacon, you definitely want to weigh out your seasoning. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Because when we do this one and, I, and people keep asking, like I make this stuff up, what rub do you use? My own. I spent years getting it right to use. So yes, I do have huge, uh, restaurant tubs of my own rubs that when I'm doing pop ups, that's what it is. Add of the rubs, like behind right you. I literally just, yeah, just, you. just build Wait, a we just stack. need a, no, we need a shelf. Just stack, <laughs> yeah. stack, 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 stack. Um, no, yeah, like it's funny. I get I get messages from rub companies and Instagram. I don't even respond to them. I'm just like, it's like, would you be interested in using our rub? No, no, I, I have my, I have I'm only going to use my rub, and then if I'm cooking stuff for myself, I'll use my friend's rub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. But uh, next question. Hmm. So what do I have to cook so I can win 200 bucks? Tyler Hodge, when you said uh, I got 200 bucks on me yeah. and a sausage cook off, he was, oh, at, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was asking, what do you have to cook? He's like, do we, do we cook uh, do the whole Trinity? So it's like brisket ribs and sausage. Uh, I'd be down for it. Yeah. We'd have to have a non-bias or blind taste test. So we just have to figure out when are we all, of course, Lee, once again, the voice you hear, but the face you don't see. Um, it is. Yeah, I would do it. So I'm sure we'll see. I'm sure we'll see Tyler back at Holy Smokes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see him at, at some point. Before yeah, we'll that. see him before that. But yeah. if, Tyler, if you're listening, brother, I've got uh, I've got I've got 500 on on uh, on Brian. That goes to that'll be donated to Holy Smokes on site. But but here's the thing: is like uh, you're getting really good odds because uh, all the money will be on Tyler. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're getting really, really good odds. Yeah, that's even better. Oh, no, no, for no. Sure. Like, here's the thing: is like shout out to Tyler when he goes to you saw yeah. at Holy Smokes. He puts in the fucking work. Oh, Part, yeah. Pardon my French, but like if he shows up at a at a festival, he is doing everything. Oh, I get it, but yeah. I that just goes to show yeah. I got I'm. I be I believe in you. Yeah, I know, I know. So but, uh, I got I got five on my man, Brian, and all the proceeds go get donated to Holy Smoke. We can make a whole whole thing of it, what what have you. But uh, that's everybody that's in Texas has got money on Tyler. Let them, <laughs> yeah. let them. I'm this is my man, hundred grand. Let's let's go. I, I put it put on you, and why not? Everyone gets to eat some Q, and it goes to a great cause. All right, so this is a question more for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, food and site recommendations for a trip to Jamaica. And that comes from Hazy Growlers. What's up, Hazy? Thank you for being a constant listener from, like, the beginning. Hazy's been asking questions since, like, people started to find out who I was. So thank you for that. Um, Best way, like, uh, nowhere on the resort. That's the shortest and best answer. Nowhere on the resort, because though you go to Jamaica, they want to feed you American food. Don't ask me why. The burgers at the resort are trash. Find you a dope. This is what you do. Get to your resort. Go to the front desk and talk to, be like, hey, where's the janitor? Then go find the janitor and go talk to the janitor and say, hey, you got a buddy that can drive me and my guys around. We want to eat everything that's not here. And that's where you're going to get the best food. 
Uh, there are a few shops set up on certain resorts, um, not Sandals though, Sandals doesn't have it, but that are set up there that are, that have like good jerk, good goat, but go to the front desk, ask for the janitor, go talk to the janitor. Janitor's going to let you know the best spots to go get grub because they're, they're not going to be anywhere on the premises. I can guarantee you that. That's just my little suggestion, my two cents. Uh, you're up. Chicken sausage, yay or nay? JoJo from Zavala's. Mm. All right, so here's the thing: are, are we saying strictly chicken? Because a lot of a lot of people cheat and do the chicken sausage with the pork fat. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. Like, if I want chicken, I'm gonna just go get a wing. I, look, I, mean, I haven't. I, I haven't. I haven't made a chicken sausage yet. I know they can be good. Yeah, but it's just something that I haven't taken the time to do. No, I'm not. I'm not running. I'm not going for it. To be honest, I'm just like, yeah. No, if I want chicken, I'll, I'll just go get a breast or like get a six piece from KFC or something. Like I'm not going through all that work to put it in a sausage form. I yeah, know. I mean, yeah. When you talk about the work, yeah, I'd just yeah. For that, yeah, I'm, I'll just go, <laughs> just go get it. Like, uh, do you smoke sausage with the rig open the whole cook? Mark Longman. Hey, shout out to Mark. Hey, Mark, how is Noah doing? Um, it's almost that birthday time. Yeah, time is flying by, man. Uh, Mark's on the other side of the world. It's nighttime there. Do you smoke sausage with the rig open? No? No, I, I think it's because anytime I take a picture. Yeah, it's always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's just to take a picture. Uh, I do smoke sausage differently than some people do, though. That's true. Um, so they'll build a coal bed and they'll throw like a big log on there and then close down their door and then leave their stack fully open. Mm -hmm. I close down my stack and kind of crack my door and then run a really small fire. And I feel for me, I can control the tent. Like, cause usually when they're doing that, they're trying to run about 150, 160 right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I like to run my fire for two hours of between like 135 and 145 until I get the color I want. Yeah. So it's easier for me. And that's just, probably out of bad habit. That's how I learned to do it. And that's how I do it is I'll build a coal bed and then throw like a small log on there and then kind of keep the flame super low. So I can keep it about like 135, 145 mm. until I'm happy with the color. Then I'll flip, I'll wipe off the links of any grill marks and then uh, add more wood to bump it up to like the 160, 170 range okay. and then run the rest of it till, till it finishes. But go. but the door is closed during that process. Yes, yes, has to be. You're up, my friend. All right. What one barbecue class would you recommend to someone who wants to improve their skills? Barbecue Barbecue Yinka. Okay. Shout out to Barbecue Yinka. He does a really cool, uh, like more. That's the guy uh, that's local, right? Yeah, he's in Roswell. Okay, so he does more um, kind of like dish focused barbecue. And he'll, he'll pair with like Deep Roots Wine Marketing and do a tasting there. Okay. There's yeah. another guy that was from Roswell that we don't talk about anymore. <laughs> uh, there's some there's some weird stories about that one. There's Yes, there yeah. are, but we'll save that for like, you got to we'll put that one behind the paywall. <laughs> um, no, there's not one barbecue. Oh, actually, there is one barbecue class I would recommend. And they don't offer it anymore because oh, they got Goldie? too big. Yeah, because yeah. you can't I do figured, the, yeah. you can't do the Goldies one on one class anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, so we talked about the Leroy and Lewis mm -hmm. uh, Barbecue University. Yep. That's more for people in the industry. Yeah. Um, you are going to learn a lot of cool techniques, but you before you go do a class, you need to know what you're cooking on. Um, if you're going to learn at the class how to use the equipment you have, um, a lot of these barbecue classes, like especially in Texas, they're going to focus on offset cooking. If you don't have an offset cooker, you're really not going to benefit from learning those techniques. Very true. Um, and also see if they're see if they're going to demonstrate how to cook on a backyard cooker because there's a lot difference than cooking on like a you know a 95 gallon or 115 gallon offset backyard cooker to cooking on a 500 gallon offset. Fifty or 500 or, yeah, or a thousand. Gallon. Yeah completely different whole different ball game and everyone's like i'm good it's like no 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 you might be a mean sob on that 95 but come fire up this thousand gallon where you're having trouble just trying to get it to break 150 and you're like i don't know what i'm doing well, i mean like did you i don't know who it was it may have been it may have been johnny a mm -hmm. jerby barbecue he said he was talking about how people were angry 
that they couldn't use. They tried to go step by step on Aaron Franklin's YouTube video on a pellet grill. And it you, yeah, it doesn't work the same way. It's like, work. I'm cooking at 275. Why is it coming out this way? It's because it's, it's not the same type of heat. Nope. 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 That's like saying, I've got a, I've got a big lighter. It's the same thing. No, your big lighter is not the same as a wolf stove. Right. Fire isn't fire. Um, ooh. <laughs> this I mean, is an interesting one. Well, I mean, so like, like, so what would you say? It's like, figure out what style of cooking you want to do. Mm-hmm. Find a class that caters to that style of cooking. That's how you're going to learn. Because if you go to a class that's doing the style of cooking that you're not doing, and then you go back, you're not going to be able to use the techniques that you learned. Leroy and Lewis will not teach you competition barbecue. No. Harry Sue's class will teach, will you. teach you competition barbecue. Right. There you go. Figure out your lane and then uh, put that bad boy in drive. Um, this is a good one. This is a one that I don't think I've ever experienced. So I'm actually a little perplexed and I'm going to lean to my conscience over here to uh, answer I, for I have, I have experienced this. Good, because I was about to lean on Lee because Lee knows I'm not this guy. <laughs> but the question is how to deal with people who constantly want free shit as I get started in pop-ups. This is by uh, SG uh, Gainy97. Thank you for always uh, dropping in questions and listening. Really, really appreciate it. I'll let you go first because, it, you know, the threat. Am I the asshole? Oh, I'm definitely the asshole. Oh, I, no, well, I, here, here's the thing is I'm also the asshole. Hey. I, I like if someone comes up and asks for free samples, uh, part of my French, fuck off. Uh, like if you are not like a child that's just trying to learn yeah. or like, no, go away. No, no, no. There was, uh, like, no. I think it was at my first anniversary at pontoon some dude saw the line came up and asked for like you guys got any samples and everybody else in the line just looked at him and goes no i didn't even have to answer Bitch, just does this <laughs> look like costco to you no do you see a dollar 75 hot dogs on the wall no here, here's the thing is like if anybody asks for something free straight up don't no. don't don't do it no don't give it to them uh, now, if you have regulars that come in and you know, like, oh, I have a sausage that I've got some, like, I've got a sausage that I wasn't totally happy with. I know yeah. you didn't order it. I'm going to throw in, like, I'm going to throw in something for, or, or this is a sausage you haven't had. And I got an extra one. I'm going to throw it in for free. Or if like, you know, it's the end of the ribs, I'll throw in a couple end of the ribs that I normally wouldn't, you know, sell to a customer, but you know, like they're the good bites that I like. So I'm going to throw it in for a regular. I've had people come up, like, see that a regular got extras and come up and ask me, he's like, oh, you're giving out food? Mm. It's like, no, I'm not giving out food. Like, these people come and support me, so I'm letting them try stuff that they may have never tried. And they, they are so quick. They are so quick to run over, like, hey, hey you, you, it's free stuff. I'm like, no, that's, no, nothing nothing, nothing free is, uh, is coming this way. Or, like, no, sir, this is. Wait in line, like relax. So like the second time I ever did boudin, I messed up and I didn't cook the rice fully enough that like, so like I tried it. Some like I cut up a little piece and let someone try it. And they go, hey, have you tried this yet? Mm. And I go, no. And I took a bite and it's like, oh, the rice isn't. So it was like, I'm not going to sell it. I'm not going to sit on this food and throw it away though. So anybody that was ordering something, if they ordered, they're like, yeah, I'll try the boudin. It's like, hey, this isn't. 100% where I wanted to be. Give me your feedback. But here you go. Um, but if someone came up and didn't order, it's like, yeah, I just want to try the boudin. They're not getting it. Like, Yeah. That's the, this, this, once again, this is not Costco. We don't do samples. My thing is, you're not going to walk up to a Ruth Chris and be like, can I try that ribeye? What? No, you're not going to walk in a, let's drop the bar really low. Not strolling to McDonald's. Hey, let me try that quarter pounder. This this is an ice cream shop. We don't have little taster spoons. Yeah, this is this is not how any of this works, sir. And no, just um, just leave. Uh, so, what do you do for a living? I'm a lawyer. Hey, can I try your services for an hour? <laughs> like what? Can I try your oil change? <laughs> can I you try? See, do you see how stupid it sounds as you put "I try" and then right. the professions after it? Come on. Also, if like I know you may be tempted to, I think in the there's a difference between if you have a restaurant and you're a pop-up if you're running, like if you're running through the pop-up and you're, you know, you're almost out of food. It's cool. If you give someone a little extra, if they order, do not start shouting out that we're going to offer discounts for the next 30 minutes. Don't do that. 
Don't never no. discount your stuff. Yeah. Like it's gotta be the never. same. Like it's gotta be the same price. Like if you know, like, Oh, I got three pounds of pork and someone ordered, you know, a pound and a half. It's cool to give them, get up to two pounds. Yeah. Give yes. them a little extra, but never ever. I can't, I cannot stress this enough. I guess it's my turn on this question, but never discount your food either. Give it away, but never discount it. And why give it away? I mean, all, hefty low when you realize, all right, I don't have enough for everything. So we'll just portion down. So we're done, but never, never discount it. Um, because then when you do that, people are just like, Oh, well last time you discounted when you got low, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. There's find, no one find a, to find a local fire station. Yeah. That's uh, like, I had some extra food from the last pop-up because, uh, this is one thing about being in a restaurant. Guess what? Guess what happens when kids are out of school in that area, people mm-hmm. don't show up. <laughs> this is this is the whole this is the whole learning experience for me. We, we uh, so that. I donated a hefty tray to the local fire station down the street. There you go. Like well, th- there's there's ways you can donate the food without lowering the value of your food. There is there is. Yeah. But really, the way to address that is to let them know your business. You don't give out samples. If they want samples, if you're trying to be mean, tell them to go to Costco. If you're trying to be, you know, not me, uh, just let them know. Hey. I appreciate your interest, but I don't offer samples. If you want to, you know, get yourself a plate, hop in line, be happy to take care of you. If not, use like DoorDash. Uh, But you are a business and you have to keep thinking of that and don't, and you're going to get hit with it because, gosh, who was, I know you'd mentioned it to me a little bit ago, but someone else had reached out saying, hey, I've got this influencer that's coming to me that wants to get a plate for them to, to review and blah, blah, blah. I was like, first off, they went around it the wrong way. We know a lot of food influencers and none of them would ever ask for free food. They don't even want to tell you. They're an influencer. Yeah. True food influencers that do reviews will never tell you that they're a food influencer that does reviews. They, I, if they're like popular and recognized, they'll usually send a buddy. Or if you may not even be, you may not know them as well, but they do a lot of write-ups. They will just go ahead order a little bit of everything and then do the review on, on the side. And I know a lot of them and they don't smack, you know, try to trash you. If it wasn't good food, they, they don't even review it. They don't even put the review out, but the true influencers, the true reviewers will never come to you and be like, Hey, you should give me free food so I can tell people about it. It doesn't work that way. So uh, if you're dealing with that brother, don't, don't give it any more attention. Uh, just, just keep pushing through and focus on those who are willing to invest in you and your craft and your grub. Uh, so I had someone hit me up uh, and email me. They're like, hey, we possibly want to do a catering in October when I come try your food. I go, cool. You can come in a little early. I had been selling, like, those are the weeks I had sold out. So I was mm-hmm. concerned that I was going to sell out again. I'd be like, come in at like 1145. I'll make you a tray. This is what it's going to cost. I don't give out food for free. And you'd be like, but I'll give you a little bit of everything for this cost. And they were cool with it. If the people then responds like, oh, no, you're not going to give it to me for free. Just immediately said, like, thank you for your interest, but I don't. Yeah. Even when you go to wedding catering tastings. Yeah. It's not free. It's you not still free. have to pay. It may be slightly discount because they're giving you like a smaller set portion if there's something they already have on the menu going. Yeah. But it's not free. There's no free in this. Well, so what's funny. Okay. So I ha- I'm doing a wedding in May. They emailed me and said, hey, can we come try the food? I go, yeah, like, let me know. I'll make you guys a tray. Again, I'll make you guys a full tray. They didn't say a thing. They walked through the line. They got the food. Then they came back after me. And I was like, I would have I would have made you guys a special tray with everything and just charge you a lace. I was like, no, we want to just pay. Hmm. It's like, I'm immediately doing that wedding. Yeah. Like. That, that, those are the clients to go for. Those yeah. are the ones to go for. Let's, uh, we, let's do at least two more. I think we got enough for two more. Um, hmm. Let's make it two good ones that we can save that next one for next week and that next one because we not that repeat one, <laughs> not the repeat one, not the repeat. Um, no, I won't do that one either. Well, huh? You pick it. Well, I mean, uh, I, let's just like, I kind of want to do the one after cause it's kind of a fun question. All right. Go for you, it. You have to get rid of one for the rest of your life. One meat for the rest of your life, beef, lamb, chicken, or pork. What are you getting rid of? That's J Fitch 88. Pork. You're getting rid of pork. Get rid of pork. Bye bye bacon. Bye bye bye. <laughs> Baby got back, but I'm backing it up here. Gotta go. 
I think I get rid of. I get rid of the easy ones, lamb. Like I'm, I'm not. It's not easy because when lamb is good, it's so good. It is so good. It's, it's yeah. It's really, it's really fat. Grizzly gets you like lip smacking good. uh, So you can't eat it, but you can still cook it. Is this, are no, we, it's just rid of, like rid of it out of your gone, life. Right? It's just gone. gone. Like it's I mean, then I have to get rid of lamb because the other, like, the only reason I say I get rid of lamb is I know I'm going to eat more chicken. Like, it was either between lamb and chicken. Okay. And I don't think I can ever give up chicken wings. Oh, yeah. Wings have me in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my livelihood depends on brisket. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I I like I like spare ribs and bacon too much. So yeah. so it's lamb. I love, I love pork, but it'd have to go. Just hit the road, Jack. I mean, no one's buying it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I love I love lamb, chicken, and beef. I'm not giving up steaks. It's a cold day in hell before I give up steaks. Uh, true wagyu, no way. Uh, but pork, pork, you can go. I love heritage breed. Love Dora and all that wagyu to keep beef around. Yeah, that's true. There's many, many options and ways like stew peas, Jamaican stew peas. Nah, pork's got to be the go. Got to go. Got. I mean, you could do stew peas with curry goat though. It's it's so it's Jamaican stew peas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so now, nah, I mean, we, 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 there's a version of it now. Nope, nope, not for me. Not for me. It's gone. And we'll do lastly. If you're doing no, I like well, these are these are not that bad. What do you do? This is uh, from Lacey. What do you use or do to prevent sticking to grates? Uh, regularly clean your grates. Okay. I mean, that's, that's the first thing. So when you first get a grill or, or a smoker, you should season it. Yes. So first of all, you're going to have to like clean it off because it's probably going to have that oil. Like, yeah, well, gun. also metal shop shavings. Uh, so like, you're going to kind of scrape it all off and then burn it out really well. Um, then you're going to season it. So you can, you can go as low as vegetable oil or like you kind of want to high eat oil. So you don't want to use something like olive oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so grapeseed grape oil, uh, uh, oil, linseed oil linseed, is really, yeah. yeah. Um, but linseed oil is more for the seasoning the outside. I do both. Uh, I, I've lately in past year and change when I'm doing reseasoning, I'm just using beef tallow. Yeah. Beef tallow. It's, it's great. Uh, so that's going to like, if you properly season your grates, that's going to help you not stick. Yeah. Uh, in between cooks, you should be like, you don't want a lot of buildup on your grates. Do not serve dry pulled pork with a ton of creosote salt to make people sick. I'm not talking from personal experience or anything. Yeah. If, uh, if, if your if your food is sticking to the grates, that's not a pit snack. That's a cleaning issue. That is a, that is a health hazard to yeah. all involved. But, uh, that, that's what I would. Yeah. We're on the same page. I mean, so like the, the onion, like the onion's more for flavor, right? The onion is more for flavor. Onions work on grates. It works on cast iron. It just removes. I can never remember the name of the chemical that is in onions, but it helps remove the metallic taste from cast irons and fresh grates. So after I do a, I've wiped down because you do have to really wipe down your grates, you know, because they have shavings. They have that oil on there. There's a lot of stuff you don't want in there. Really get them done. Then I hit them with the base of that oil. Then I hit them with the tallow. Rinse and repeat. Um, and then there's the other thing is if it looks like it's sticking, there's the other thing is like, it's probably not ready to flip yet. Yeah. It's just like when you're doing the Maillard effect in a skillet or when you're braising or, you know, browning something, if it's fighting you to lift, stop trying to pull it. It's not time. The coop, the food tells you when it's ready. It's that simple. Just got to listen to it. Um, but yeah, that was good. Welcome back, brother. Oh, thank you. So, thank you for having me back. Yeah, thank well, you, you know. for not finding a replacement. Well, you know, that's not out the. Out there was the, only so much time. There, there, we didn't. There, we was, only, there was only so much time. <laughs> so much time. Well, we're going to put up a posting on uh, Monster. <laughs> Next week, can I Indeed. request that we read at least one email? Okay. I'll, I, yeah. I mean, how many do we have? I've got a track. We get a lot of question emails. And shout out to Tim for always emailing over his questions. But I'll check. So if you guys want to apply and you think it's hilarious, please email your resume of what. Uh, why you should be? The I, new I have co-host. to read them though, right? Yeah, you have to. Read them. <laughs> like that's <laughs> e- email us your your barbecue resume uh, at thisweekinbarbecue at gmail dot com, and so then the person it. you're replacing will read why you should replace me. Yes, let us know why uh, we should replace you, replace Brian with you. That'd be a good one. But uh, no, it's good to have you back. It's been another good episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Please do us a little favor. We're find out this really helps. But if you would give us a five star, one star, half a star, any stars. 
it would be amazing, even a shooting star on whatever app platform, podcast, Stitcher, however it gets down. Bonus points if it says the more you know. Exactly. It would really uh, <laughs> help us out. Leave us a review if you found any of this useful or if we are so far off the mark, we should be vegans. Let us know that too. We appreciate it. But uh, as always, this has been This Week in Barbecue, the Barbecue Focus podcast that introduces you to both the good, the bad, and everything in between of the world of barbecue. I'm your host, Rashid Phillips, and joining me is Mr. Brian Hull. And the face you don't see, but the voice you love, Mr. Lee Garman. Hey, tell a friend or tell two friends and uh, be good to one another. Cheers. Salute.